Welcome back to the Luke Page Podcast. This week's episode, I've got Scott James Andrews on. Um, Scott's actually an old client of mine back in the day. We've known each other for, I don't know, probably six years or something like that. And uh, over the years, he has really um, grown massively and uh, he's, uh, he's grown a really awesome coaching business now. So I've got him back on. I've actually had him on before, but I've got him on again because he's an awesome guest and we, uh, we go through a lot in this episode. There's uh, some funny stories in there. We talk about kind of internal states. We talk about energy and we also talk about strategy. Specifically, Scott shares a um, strategy that he uses to get his clients amazing results. And um, also, you're going to find out how to identify the areas in your business that's holding you back. All right, here we go. You're listening to the Luke Page Podcast, the number one podcast specifically made for coaches. Get ready for out-of-the-box conversations from the world's leading coaches and experts. We're going to be talking all things business, health, happiness, and just being the most amazing human being that you can. Why? Well, I ask, why not? You see, we're only here once. We've got one life, so let's make this thing count. I believe that we can have it all. All the money, all the love, all the joy, all the success, all the excitement. I'm here for all of it. And if you are too, then come along with me. Let's do this. What's going on, mate? You got a little bit of a uh, Andrew Tate look about you. You know what? I was actually out recently uh, for a friend's <laughs> birthday, and this 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 young girl she walks up and she goes, "Andrew Tate," and I said, "Andrew yeah. Tate." Oh, beautiful. Uh, He's all right. You got to take that. I'll be happy with that. No, oh, I said, look, I, I, I uh, you know, I'm not down for everything that he does, but uh, I, I'll actually like him. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm down with him. I'm okay. Well, not everything, but uh, I'm anyone who st- speaks radical honesty, I respect massively. Anyone who goes mm. against the crowd, I respect massively. So he's one of them. So yeah, I'm, I'm drawn to people like that because uh, I've been one of those people. I never got vaxxed and you know, going through all kind of all that, that was, yeah. uh, that was like us against the world type thing. So I mm. definitely really relate to people who stand up against the masses. Yeah. So uh, he's one of them. And yeah, man, just like you said, it's, it's not like um, you agree with everything that he says and everything like that, but it's in general principles and stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the shit he says is, is fantastic. And I, I, like, I respect just the balls of actually saying it, you know, like it's in, it, it, you know, yeah. You know, so anyways, how are you? Nice man. I'm do- I'm good, man. I'm uh, I'm good. I uh, what am I doing? I've just uh, it's been a busy week. I've um, I was like getting to this podcast. I was kind of a little bit flustered getting into it. So you hanging out in the uh, the different oh, realm, mate, just gave me a couple of minutes just to chill it. out, which was good. You manifested it, Luke, with your flustered energy. I manifested <laughs> it, mate. So I was just like, I can boom. I'll take this. I'm all good. So, uh, yeah, man, what about yourself? How you been? Yeah, you know, lots of uh, lots of new and exciting times with a little baby. Um, you know, lot, I mean, amazing, like, think, so many things to be blessed for and so many changes. So, like, so much has happened mm-hmm. since uh, I was on your podcast last and then also since, you know, we were working yeah, together. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, all, like, all good things. This year I'm kind of... Had a great year in business last year, but you know, you know, they say new level, new devil. I realized still some old patterns around my energy. So this year, I've just started working with a few coaches. Last year, I did just nonstop business development work, like lots and lots. This yeah. year, 
I'm all focused back again on me, mindset, energy, um, you mm. know, spirituality stuff. So because I can feel like, okay, I can force myself. I'd like, you know, there's a whole thing that, that plays underneath everything else. So uh, um, yeah. look at that, 11-11. 11-11, mate, I'm the exact same, yeah. dude. So I uh, last year, I because I tend to go through internal external so i'll go through periods where i'm hardcore external strategies and stuff learn, yeah. and then i go internal i'm now in an internal stage so, yeah period um i found that for last year man we like we uh, my business like basically didn't grow it was the similar growth to the year before and because i'm kind of in the early stages i expect big jumps each year yeah um and I'm like, kind of like, shit, what actually happened? And I, when I reflected on it all, I'm like, man, I was just concentrating way too much on the external stuff and forgetting yeah. about the energy that I'm bringing. So that's weird, man. Uh, maybe it's because we're dads and, you know, it's, it's uh, because of the pressures of having a little one. It's like you've got to really work on that inside stuff because it's just not as easy going anymore. So... Um, yeah, I don't know how you're finding it, man, but fucking hell, things have turned around massively for me since I've been focused on this internal shit. Oh, yeah, like I'm, I'm definitely like, um, yeah, like I, I made, like I did ayahuasca last year. Um, I'm doing it again at the end of this month. And it yeah, basically yeah. just said to me, like, it basically just said to me, like, you, you keep going this way, like, like you basically said you're wasting your talents, like you're wasting your yeah. gift. You're supposed to be out there. Like that's why I like Andrew Tate. Like for me, the way that I speak behind closed doors is like my, when what we'll talk about today on the podcast is the reason why my clients get results is because of my heart. It's who I am. It's like, it's, it's impossible yeah. for them not to get results. We have the strategies as well, but I want to show up online in that same way. And I'm just, I just not like, I'm just not. And so, um, mm. And and there's all these little under underlying reasons of like past stuff that you know. So I'm I'm you know I've definitely already the the, the ayahuasca said like you're wasting your talents. It told me exactly what it wants me to do. Shut down this organic funnel I'm doing. Start running paid ads. Run events. Do this. Do that. Get your oh, health shit. in order. So I've just been integrating those things. Um, yeah. And yeah, massive shifts. And I mean, just even just the fact I've just invested a crap ton of money into. Uh, this these coaches that I'm working with, um, you know, shows. And I could have spent 60 Gs or 50 Gs I've just spent on a, a business coach that can take me to multi-million dollars or if I chose to spend it on me. So even just the ability to do that was, is huge because there was other business coaches I've wanted to work with and I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, and to actually take that exact same investment and spend it all on me and my nervous system um, yeah. is like, it's a sign that I've had a lot of growth in the last two or three months. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy, man. So ayahuasca, I've always like said, yeah, I'd like to do that one day. I would want to do it over in South America in the jungles, yeah? Have you been doing it over there or you been doing it here? So, so two things. Number one, uh, no, I did it once here um, in Melbourne. It's a, by with a shaman. It's very small, very intimate. I had a friend of mine that yep. took me there, but the coach that I just signed up with, he lives in Costa Rica, and he he one of the parts right. of which I, I may or may not do. I'm just speaking to my wife about it now because we're also going to Italy this year. Um, mm. But part of the, the the package that I've got with him is there's an optional retreat, which is either climbing Kilimanjaro. Or you get a 10-day ayahuasca retreat 
with this whole full-on in-the-jungle style um, scenario. So um, I may do it there, but the one that I'm doing, I did before, and the one that I'm doing at the end of the month is um, it's out in like Melbourne, out east, like, you know, where... um, Danny Nongs or something. Yeah, like past the Danny Nongs inside. It's just at the edge where the, the not the jungle, but the forest starts. He's got like a bunch of different yeah. cottages that he that he kind of rents out, and then one of them he uses and takes people on these um amazing, you know, spiritual journeys. So um, powerful, powerful yeah. stuff. No hiding. Yeah, it is beautiful. <laughs> no hiding. No hiding. <laughs> it's a blue so <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've 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 kind of heard people talk about and listen to podcasts and stuff. So legit, you got. Full oh, visions of saying, like you know, stop the organic funnel. Dude, I, I, I literally went. I was tr- transported to another space and realm where I, I <laughs> literally spoke and was basically a bitch to this. Um, what do you call like a, a another not a species, but like an, another being? And it and it yeah, basically yeah, yeah. just just said, "I've got you now, motherfucker." It showed me how I. Was- <laughs> It showed me if I kept going the way that I, go, I was going, um, that that I, I was going to die from colon cancer, and said so I'm going to kill you. And you, and they made me. It was, oh, it was mine. Like not everyone goes to that space. Like I, I took a fuck ton of this stuff. <laughs> um, I don't yeah. know. It was because I used to be a massive drugo when I was back, and it just kind of reeled. <laughs> it just, just it just reeled me, and it just, just sucked it in. It just said, "Have some more, Scotty. Have some more." Yeah. And once I had it, it said. I got shot off into this fucking stratosphere and it said, I've been reeling you in this whole entire time. I've been, for the last two days, I've been working <laughs> and now you are mine, bitch. And there's, you've had so much, you can't go anywhere. And I was just like, holy shit. It like, it full on, it full on fucking webbed me in with my own ego into this thing and then just said, you're my bitch now, motherfucker. Like it was extremely <laughs> terrifying and at the same time yeah, i felt yeah. very very safe so it was a really right, okay it was a very like like i was biting down on a pillow and crying type stuff <laughs> and yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah. feeling like this thing was not here to hurt me it's here to um to help me but this yeah. is also still very very terrifying of where i am because the mind's like fuck me this is real like what the Fuck! Mm. It was the most mm. crazy thing I've ever done. <laughs> anyway, right. that's one way to start yeah. a podcast. Mate, it's a great, a great start. Yeah, and I, I've been. Uh, I mean, I haven't done that. I mean, l- lately, what I've been doing, I've been doing the, um, you know, Joe Dispenza. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've been doing his meditations. Have you done them? Yeah, yeah, I've done it. Oh, not religiously, but I did do one of his manifestation ones for a while. And I've read a lot yeah. of the stuff that I teach in my academy in terms of like the, some of the mindset stuff is based off his teachings around, you know, the mind and the body and the interconnectedness and the thoughts and this and this and that. So, um, but yeah, I haven't, yeah. I haven't done it enough to truly say I've had transformative experiences. I did. I've, I kind of yep. was tasting a few different ones at the time and didn't end up being consistent mm. with his one. You're enjoying them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. I've, I've never loved meditation. Um, and when I say Meditation. There's obviously different forms, yes. but if we're talking about Vedic, right, which you know, just sitting there for 15 minutes thinking nothing type thing. A hum, a hum, a hum. Um, the hum, 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 a hum. That shit. I never liked that, and I did it for I did it for a while, and I'd always be like, oh shit, meditation. And then I always thought it like I always saw things like you know, because you know you come across Joe Dispenza every now and then, like he's got like half an hour meditations, an hour long, and I'm thinking, mate, 
There's no chance I'm sitting there for half an hour, an hour. I don't even like doing 15 minutes. And, uh, mate, I'm doing two a day, morning and night. So morning, uh, 35 yeah. minutes. And then the night ones, I'm kind of swapping around, but uh, they generally 40 to an hour. Wow. And, man, that's crazy for me. And um, I'm doing this. I've been doing it for just over two weeks. And legit, it's fucking intense. What shit's like this stuff that's all happening and all the things yeah. I've been wanting, everything's moving that quick, yeah. Um, and I'm just like, I just, I just said like a couple of weeks ago, I go, you know what? I said, I'm going to be, because like whenever I get into something that I have passion around, Scotty, I'd be, yeah. I, I go I'd, hard on it. Yeah, yeah me too, so, yeah. And I just thought that, okay, what's, what's a weakness? After reflecting on last year, what's a weakness that I have? And I feel that I've really become lost a little bit of touch of my internal power, which growing mm. up, I was massive on manifesting. Man, I started manifesting when I was 16, like mm. 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, so not like as in, I know manifesting and all that shit's become massive in the last year. It's become popular, but you, you, were, yeah. you were already like you saw, yeah. it, you, saw, you saw it or you heard it somewhere and yeah. you said, well, fuck it, I'm just going to do it. Hell yeah, man. I was doing like visualizations because I used to go to like um, investor seminars when I was really young and they'll do visualization shit and all that. So yeah. I've been doing it for a long, long time, but I kind of go in and out of it. I thought, you know what? I'm going to go hard with this internal stuff and I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I create an energy that I've just never had before. And I'm like, what have I got to do to get there? Yeah. And I'm like, meditation's one thing where I've never cracked it. So I'm just going to go hard on this shit. And I have been. So there you go. So what you you said that um, you've done a little bit, but you haven't dipped into it deep. I've done like I I am someone who genuinely enjoys meditation. Um, I found it hard at the start, but I I now see the way that I see this work is like the way that I describe it to clients because I have like half my clients are coaches, other half are like tradies and these types of everyday business owners. And so I'm trying to get them to coaches. Yeah. They're easy to get to meditate <laughs> and do the visualizations and yeah. affirmations. And yeah. The yeah, other yeah. guys, they're like, I, it's mandatory that they do it or I can't have guarantee them results because I know they're just going to get in their own way. So yeah. I, the way that I describe it to them is it's like a bow and arrow. Us as the man, we always want to be the arrow where we're shooting for the targets. And so it feels like when we need to pull back like a bow that it feels like we always want to be the arrow. So we don't have time and we see meditation or reading books or having a bath or going for a walk or affirmations as something that is actually pulling us away from our goal. However, for the arrow to actually propel forwards at a powerful, which is what you were talking about, in a powerful way, it needs the bow to have that propulsion. So the way that I frame meditation to myself that has made me enjoy it is that it's not taking away time because that was one of the reasons why I didn't yeah. enjoy it because I, I could be doing this, I could be doing that, I could be, I should be. And it's like when you want to make sales and things like that, that's great, but it's the energy that you're in while you're doing it. And I know for me, Mm. being a perfectionist, an overthinker, and, and those types of tendencies, that if I don't do it, the quality of my arrow shooting is so pathetic that mm. I like I just must do those bow-style things. Um, and so that's the framework. But, yeah, I haven't done much of the Joe Dispenza meditations. I've read lots of his stuff, and I've watched lots of his YouTube clips, and that's like you know how I – the way that he sees it is definitely – I'm very much on board with that. Um, but I, yeah. I, I actually do the one giant mind meditation. That's my get rid of the noise in your mind one. That's, you know, just a hum, a hum, yeah. a hum. And I really enjoy it. And then I use yep. other visualization meditations. Um, 
that you know um to and to whether it's tony robbins whether it's uh manifestation babe <laughs> whether it's um uh gabby bernstein my, my wife and i did the manifestation babe course together that was fun um yeah yeah, yeah. and I, mean, um, I, I, I listened to her she's awesome um but yeah I, I do some stuff to just unplug the noise which is the vedic stuff and then i do other visualizations and like gratitude ones, you know, go back into a memory of your life and think about this and think about that to more get like connect with my heart and feel that deep sense of love and gratitude. And, you know, like, like when, same as you, if you're a high achiever, it's always the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Whereas I've got to go, fuck, I, I wrote down like, man, I've achieved so much. It's so crazy. All the things I've done. And I'm, you know, to still to still feel like you need to get approval from someone, or you need to—it's like it's crazy. Mm. So, uh, yeah, interesting. Hey, just want to quickly jump in here to tell you about this awesome new training that I put together. It's called the Three Steps to Get to 10K a Month as a Coach. Now, if you're a coach and you're currently making under 10K each month, and you want to know how you can get there for yourself, how you can be doing 10K months, month after month, then you probably want to check out this really awesome training. I've kept it short, only goes for 14 minutes. You don't even need to opt in, so save your email for another spammer. To watch it, head to www.lukepage.com.au forward slash 10k i'm gonna pop that link in the show notes but anyway let's get back to the episode all i have done with finding this time for this is i've actually just stopped all the crap Mm. so i'm kind of like okay what's because when i started you know uh, listening a little bit more to joe Spencer and you know you know stuff that he says that i've heard in the past but just reminding myself i'm like okay that makes sense yeah i remember that And um, I found that I had got into a bit of a point where I was feeding myself and feeding my brain anxious thoughts. Mm. I'll give you an example. And not like crazy. So, for example, news. I'm not in the news. I know what the news does, right? We know what the news does. Don't watch the news. Fuck that. (laughs) Don't use the fucking... Don't watch the news. But I would watch videos of animals. I've always done this, man. Watching videos of animals eating each other, yeah? Especially the African stuff. I think I might have spoken to you about this at one stage. I just got, I love animals, but I've just got this thing where I'm just drawn into, I'm just taken away by watching animals rip each other apart and it it hurts. Even this babies, I'm just like, oh, and it makes me anxious and I leave. Yeah. And I was just kind of doing things like that. And then, you know, you'd scroll and crap and you just, you know, you'd have a a scroll for half an hour and you'd be like, that was just bullshit. All the stuff there and you just leave crap. And then I always, my favorite type of movie is thrillers psychological thrillers mm. i have this like might i be like to be scared man deep inside that it's not getting its needs man yes. you need to be out there it doing ferocious shit i reckon man that's like, it so it's i reckon i'm, I'm kind of like it needs to be let out and you're expressing yourself in a safe, yes. safe way that you feel able to express that is through watching those types of content 100 percent, man i nah 100 percent. that's what it would be something like that and i basically yeah. stopped all that stuff i stopped all this Stuff that was mm. making me scared and kind of anxious, and I'm just like, all right, yep. well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna replace that time with stuff that makes me awesome, feel good, believe in myself, yeah, yeah. empowered, right? That's all I've done. So, like, it, it's not like I've had to find the time because I've just gone. You just replaced. All right, right, no, no TV, no scrolling, no watching movies, no watching TV, and I'll watch YouTube and stuff that I want to learn about. But I've just taken away that. Yeah. Pretty simple stuff. 
So yeah. crazy, and mate, I love that you're wearing similar paths right now in similar situations because uh, this you're, podcast is going to be. Same, we're the same age, I'm pretty sure. What, how, how old are you? I was born in eighty six. So eighty six. Yeah. What what year, what um month? May. May. Okay, so you're about six yeah. months. I'm January eighty seven. I, th- I just turned thirty six. So yeah, we're right. we're. We both got a young child. Yours is probably six months older than mine. We're probably pretty much at the exact, it's the exact same, mate. <laughs> it's the exact right. same. We're going through the same cyclical. Uh, yeah, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, I'll be at it. If you ever want to know the future, mate, just let me know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into this thing, man. Um, no you know, it, let's chat about you've been getting your uh, clients awesome results. I didn't know that you were coaching coaches. So you've been helping coaches, you've been helping kind of tradies and things like that. But you've yep. been getting some awesome results for your clients. You mentioned yep. in particular some clients that were doing zero to 10K months on average have jumped up to 30, even 100K months, which is yeah. sick. Yep. And then doing yeah. it in like six months, I think you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go through like why, like why the hell is this happening? Let's give us like specific examples and everything like that. Okay, so... I was thinking about this coming in. I was thinking, okay, if I really, like I just shot a case study with our client, Josh, and he just did 113K in Jan plus another 24K in the first six days of, of Feb, right? So we're talking 137,000 in 36 yep. days, which is fuck, it's going to swear, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking bonkers, right? You've, you've already been swearing, mate. It's all good. Oh, have I? There you go. Uh, and, and so um, so I asked him, like, what do you feel like has been the difference. He's, he did uh, some other programs. He's only been coaching for 18 months, this guy. Like from the start of his first coaching course. Legit. To now, Boom. Legit. 18 yeah. months. He's been with me for seven months, right? So the <laughs> yeah. first month, I think he did like 22K. And mm. then after that, he had like a four month of just going through, you know, trying to figure things out. And we were, you know, moving around. And a big part of what he said that helped him get here was number one, uh, me believing in him and having been in his corner. He's in my top tier package, so he gets unlimited one to one with me. Uh, we've got group calls, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the mm. second thing he said was taking the, all of the complex things and simplifying, which I can give you some of those simplifications, the structures that I teach. Um, one is the 5C cold to sold funnel. So it's taking all of this busyness and it's for the clients, it's raining it down into very specific things that not only they can do, but we also will find, hire and train virtual assistants for our for our clients. So he, in the top tier package. So he had a virtual assistant within the first seven days and, mm-hmm. um, you know, but he had never run, he never managed a team before. He'd never done these things. So in that four month time, there was a lot of resistance there was, a, you know, some blocks and things that kind of came in. And so moving through a lot of the mindset junk, we're able to get some results first because we just, okay, great, he's excited. Spent four months kind of really inconsistently making a sale here, a couple there. Like it's not all rainbows and butterflies. That's the truth of being like, no, I'm not going to bullshit anyone, right? That's the truth, right? But then the last couple of months, we were able to really get him to stop focusing on the 50,000 different things and the shiny objects. And I walked through him step by step by step, helped him build out his program. Okay. In terms of like the high level stuff, he then went and built it. That made him feel a bit more certain. And then he wanted to do seven other different programs and said, no, we're going to, for 30 days, we're going to focus on this one thing and nothing else. And that meant me kind of having to really show up as a leader for him 
because not just giving him the love and the support and the belief, but saying, Josh, if you keep going this way, we're never going to, you're just going to keep going through this cycle every month, right? So calling mm-hmm. him out. That month had a big had a big breakthrough, and then every month since then he's just been increasing in sales. Um, and so, you know, for this guy, 137k, what that looked like was one month doing good, four months doing terrible, and and almost almost thinking, is this the right program that I've decided to join? Which is, I think, every coach, a lot of coaches, or or anyone goes through that when they sign up with it, with someone because it gets hard. It's not just exciting, mm-hmm. right? Um, but ultimately, yeah, it's kind of like, day, yeah. Yeah, you kind of like join a program and you're like, oh, well, um, I expect to get results straight away. I'm putting this money in. I'm going it harder. And I'm like, yep, need to get results straight away. If they don't come, then you're like, oh, it's the program's fault. Yes, it's yes, exactly. We even butted heads, which we both said a little bit for a, for a month there because yeah. um, it was I could feel him resistance. So I would call out those, bring them to the surface. But ultimately, at the end of the day, if there was three things I would say. Number one, it's having a simplified system, which I can walk through our 5C funnel in a second if you like, um, yep. so that we can take all of the complex means of things that we could be doing and all these new skills and at the end of the day just go, okay, Zoom out. What are the what is the are the things that I need to work on? And the reason why the five C funnel is so powerful is because at any given moment you can see where. If you can imagine, like uh, I call it cold to sold, because it's like imagine like a hose, right? You want to get your prospects to turn into clients, and they're starting off cold, they're ending up hot. And at any one of these five, I call them kind of kink points or parts of the funnel. All we have to do is zoom out, and in one second, we're going to be able to see by asking some very simple questions, where are we blocked in these five points? And as soon as we unkink that hose, we're going to flow through to kind of the, the next stage. So um, I would say that 5C funnel works whether you're doing ads, works whether you're doing organic, works whether you're on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram. That's the beauty of it. Um, yeah. So if you like, I can kind of, you know, uh, Explain yeah, let's go really through quick. it. What, what was the um, – yeah. when you said you gave him 30 days to focus hard on something, what was the thing yes. that he focused on? Simply, there was you know two main things. Number one, showing up in the DMs because he was avoiding it. So I had to kind of – he was saying that, oh, it's just not who I am and la, 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 la. And I was saying, look, if you want to get to a place, like you have to build this skill. We can get a setter for you at some point soon, but we need yeah. to test scripts. We need to do these things and you're avoiding it. So we would – we have a mindset coach as well as I handle the, all the business strategy stuff. So between Pat and myself, I would figure out, okay, what's actually going on? Why is he resisting these these certain things? And we would bring that to the surface and then Pat would do some breath work with him or he would, um, he would, we would do a one-to-one kind of coaching session that would explore the shadow aspects of why he, and he didn't want to come across salesy, you know, you know, that old one. He thought that he didn't want to come across needy. He, um, you know, had all of these stories that were, you know, ending up playing out of self-protection mechanisms, which is what I call procrastination. And so, mm. yeah, we just said, number one, you have to finish your program <laughs> because you're always, you need to have something that is, that is you know, you're, you're, you're going to be selling. And, um, but you don't need to wait for that to be sold, right? Get on the DM, start pitching people now. You can collect deposits. And I basically said, you're going to work with Pat to uncover these blocks. You're going to do the DMs every day, hour in the morning, hour at night, um, and you're going to build your program. So at the end of the 30 days, that was the first 30 days where he actually followed through. 
And mm. I mean, we were chatting off camera about some of the changes you and I are making, but the simple fact of the matter is that sometimes you need enough pain to build up before you're willing to make a change. And so that three or mu- three months that I shared before where he was struggling, that mm. was his catalyst of going, oh crap. I, there was in the, in the case study he shared that he was feeding his kids, um, he's got two boys, um, rice, uh, rice sandwiches. Um, like, so what rice that looks sandwich. like is rice inside the bread. Rice that's crackers. how. Oh, really? That's not rice crackers. How much money? He was like dead broke. He'd, he'd paid, he'd, he'd done finance to, to afford to work with us. Yeah. Um, so he's like got literally no money, right? And he chose mm. not to fall into scarcity, but instead to, 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 choose to be grateful for what he was. And then he focused on those three things essentially. So, um, yeah. but that was the first month where we actually did it. He actually didn't get distracted. He followed through and, you know, had, had that breakthrough of, mm. Oh, okay. I, I, these shiny objects are actually, you know, just trying to get me away from the thing that I need to do because I don't want to do it. Essentially. It's all big bunch of bullshit essentially. <laughs> and yeah. so I think like, that's common for a lot of people. So, of course, we've got the frameworks. Of course, you know, but he had the VA, but he wasn't using it. So, at the end of the day, it's just follow the simple steps. You know what I mean? And, and you're going to mm. get the result. It's not, you know, business isn't that complicated. We are complicated. Our problems are complicated. Our life is complicated. The business stuff isn't that complicated if you follow through. Mm. Let's go back to the DMs for a moment. I'd, I'd yep. be keen to get your thoughts. So, um, uh, uh, a lot of... A lot of coaches I find that uh, don't like the DMs thing. They know, they've heard that it's good. You've got to speak to people in DMs, build relationships, where you make sales, Um, which is totally true. But then you have people that don't like it. This is what I suggest. I'm keen to get your thoughts on what you do with people when you come across this. Is What I find is anyone who doesn't like uh, working the DMs um, actually doesn't like receiving DMs. So anyone who doesn't yes. like speaking to people in the DMs, whenever someone reaches out to them, they're just like, ah, oh, here we go, fucking salesperson, I'm not speaking to this person. So what I recommend to change this is because what it is is the person is a good person, they're congruent, yeah. and they feel, you know, they don't know actually what they're doing this unconsciously, but yeah. because they are like resisting people messaging them, when they come to do it, they don't feel right doing it because they're doing the other side yeah, they're mirror, they're, how they feel about someone else is really a mirror about how they feel about themselves so they can't be mm. out of integrity with that same mirror 100 percent. that's it um so uh, yeah, yeah i just I, say I, go out yeah. there and actually start when people message you start talking to people and be open and yes. receptive and just understand that's the part of the game you're going to get people reach out to you that try and sell you cold outreach that just go straight in for the kill, that pretend to be your friend. You're going to have people that are genuine actually want to get to know you. You're going to have people that are inquiring about your programs, all this stuff. And you've got to be open yeah, yeah, to yeah. everything, all of it. So, um, yeah, do you have like anything different to that that you'd recommend if you come and cost a client they're resisting? And I don't know what you did with this, dude. Yeah, I mean, everything you said is 100% true. And essentially what you're highlighting is it's just a trigger, right? And every trigger underneath it has a story or a movie or an emotional charge. So that person obviously does not have a relationship with sales that is healthy and conducive to the growth that they're trying to create. So what's different about what we do in our business is that we have both a personal development 
and the business development. And I'm not talking about just a little bit. I'm talking about like 50-50. And so like for me, what I would say is if a client was, if this was a group call or a one-to-one and they weren't showing up and you know consistently doing something, we would just simply explore what the relationship is, what the trigger is, what's underneath, what stories do they hold? They probably hold the story that, you know, salespeople are slimy. And so, of course, they see DMs are slimy. So, of course, they think someone messaging them is slimy. And then, therefore, they don't want to do it themselves. So, they have to, they're never, ever going, no matter how much I push them, they're never going mm-hmm. to do those DMs unless they can shift the relationship. So, what I do is I, I see selling as serving. And so the way that and the way that I approach it, it might be quite intense, but I had these problems. You were once my coach, and I had all I had every problem under the sun. I was the well, probably the worst client any coach could have for about three <laughs> years straight. I drove my coaches nuts, probably including you, if you're being honest about it, right? So <laughs> I'm not coming from like, oh Scott, he's always been good at this stuff. I was horrible as a client. I wasn't showing up to calls. Because I was feeling overwhelmed, I wasn't following through on the work. I was like, I get it. I 100% get it, right? But what shifted for me is when I realized that if I say, and I'm gonna little get a little bit powerful here, but if I say I'm really for freaking helping people, like I truly say that that's what my what my mission is, then I'm then if I don't go out and do DMs today that I'm costing someone their life. I'm costing someone their business. And therefore, I'm, if I'm going to allow my fears, my doubts, and my insecurities to get in the way of saving somebody's life, right, then I don't really, I'm not really as, I don't care as much as I think I do. I care more about how I feel than I care about saving them. And I've literally saved people's lives. I've got testimonials on my page where guys say, I was going to drive in front of a truck or because because of their business was losing money or everyone, I've felt like that. I've had suicidal thoughts when my business was not working out. I'm running out of money. I've put everything on the line. I'm not, I don't think I would ever actually do it, but it's a horrible thing to even have any thoughts that are on that nature. And I would say that a large portion of people in the coaching space, even if you're a mindset coach or a spiritual coach, it can really wear your spirit down when you're just not where you want to be and you care mm. so deeply. And so for me, I used my, my, my heart kind of against myself and just kind yeah. of said, and so I do the same thing with my clients. I say, Josh or this person or this person, number one, shift the relationship because that's never gonna we're never gonna get you to do something if you're if you if there's an emotional charge in the opposite. So we might write out affirmations of like why um, DMing is actually how the benefits are because they're looking at all the costs, they're looking at all the negatives. So we would neutralize that. And then the second part is then actually, uh, like I said, like really having a powerful conversation about are you choosing yourself or are you choosing these people because in you could like these people are literally I've every testimonial I've had from a client, they say I was literally thinking to myself, like, I want someone that is like this and like that. And so when you can get in alignment, or if we we would do and I talking about manifestation off the call, I truly mm. believe that there are people out there that, that only that, that only Scott can help, that I'm meant yeah. to help these people. And therefore, even though Luke's a great coach and so and so's a great coach, I've got a certain flavor of the way that I approach that. I feel like I can cut through this person like no one else can because of my my background or my uh, personality, right? In the same way that I'll, I'll probably be, I'm an in, very intense person. <laughs> so I'll probably be too intense for some people and I would just, you know, bulldoze the situation too much. So I wouldn't be the perfect coach for everyone, right? 
Um, so that's the way that I, I view it. And then, of course, then it's just consistently not judging them for it and, and helping them see. And then also I might get, we have what I call the X4 exits. So these are certain parts of the funnel that you can exit at certain stages. So I might say to the client, hey, look, if you can do this, like I said, Josh, if you do this for 30 days, and if, if 30 days we can book this many calls, we will prove that this script is right. And now we can hand that script to a setter. But until you've proven and you've at least booked 10 calls, then we've got no, not enough data to be able to um, make sure that a setter or a VA setter can be managed. And therefore, like you're going to end up just hand passing the problems and you're going to have to not only not get calls and not have any money, you're going to have to pay someone and you're going to have to deal with the same issues that you're having, but just you're just going to have to coach them around something that you have no idea how to coach them around. So if you yeah. can knuckle down for the next 30 days, like, and this is what your life can look like. And then you can go and do this, this, this thing or something like that nature, you know? Yeah, um, cool, man. But, uh, right. yeah. Well, let's, I was going to say that, uh, what are you talking about? Off camera, mate. That thing was on camera, that massive talk at the start. Oh, what, whatever, was, we were, whatever, that, whatever was going on, you're going to sandwich that in somewhere. That was sick, um, that intro, mate. Um, let's get into this crazy 5C, is it 5C funnel? Yeah, so I call, yeah, I call it the cold to sold uh, funnel, 5C funnel, there's five C's, right? So Isn't you can imagine... starts gonna with do... an S, though? What's that, sorry? Sold starts with an S. Yeah, the fi- but the C's, the 5C cold to sold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's where we're going. And the <laughs> C's stand for, the first C stands for community, right? So if you imagine yeah. like a funnel, now we're here is where we want quantity. So I don't care if you yeah. do it off multiple platforms, could be LinkedIn, Facebook, or you could do one platform, um, I w- started out doing Facebook and have done that for the last couple of years. Has been the reason why I love Facebook is because it's the easiest and fastest way, in my personal opinion, to grow your audience. Because on Instagram, you, you, people respect you by, of course, the, the look of your content plus how many followers you have. In my opinion, they make a, a biased judgment, right? So if you're a new coach that's starting out on Facebook. Like I can get a virtual assistant for three to seven dollars an hour, and as we just literally give them a couple of criteria, and it's so simple and so easy and so quick to get around 100 to 150 people into your audience, or in this case, we use the word community each week. And if you want to, at one stage when I was booking lots of calls and using my, we had three different accounts, so three different virtual assistants. I had one for my setter, one for mine, and one for my coaches all fun- bringing in 100 to 150 people per week that then were funneling through my content and then into my Facebook group. So, I mean, that's a lot of a lot of people. So, off that, the next C, okay? And let's make sure is, we work this with organic, yeah? Because I know you said it works this organic. Is, this is organic. Page. This is organic. Yeah, because everyone listening to this, most of them are going to be doing organic yeah. stuff. So. so, this is organic, right? So, yeah. either you can do that community section your part yourself, like on yep. Instagram, for instance, uh, we've got virtual assistants that would go out and, you know, get engaged with people's feeds. And then, of course, there's a certain amount of accounts that you can do on there. And it's the same thing here. We're just trying to get people's attention. Mm. And then when they come and see our page, a certain percentage of those, which I found on Facebook, uh, 30% or above, means that your profile and account is optimal. If you're getting below right. 30%, it means that the people that you're trying to get, then looking mm-hmm. at your page and going, I don't want to be friends with this person. I don't care about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thirty percent is good. So we go community number one. Once we've got that's for uh, that's for um, people to become your friend. You're talking about yeah. So imagine I engage with a hundred accounts, or I or I friend request on Facebook a hundred accounts. 
I want to have 30 people and we track this. We have a, a tracking sheet so that we can see if we're hitting the conversions properly. Um, and yeah, 30% is a, is a good baseline. Sometimes we might get more, sometimes we might get less. We can also see which pages or groups or whatever we're following from and we would track which ones are giving us the best conversion so we can do more of that. So that's getting more into the nitty gritty, but Sweet. that's what I mean. If we keep it super simple, community number one. Next one's content. Yep. Obviously, what's going to make a big difference to people um, to booking calls later on, which is one of the further C's, you've got to have quality content. At the early stages, when your content's not as good, the next C is conversations. You need to have, when your content's not as good, let's say you're an early stage coach and you're mm. not yet the master of video content or you're not yet a master of copywriting, naturally, you're going to need to have more conversations because your content isn't as magnetic or um, or authoritarian or whatever, right? So community, content, next one's conversations. And conversations, ideally, ben- if you want to be have the most beneficial, the content, the better the content is, the more effortless and easy the conversations are. So if I've got some of the stuff that's working right now on Facebook for us is the clients like Josh, who just did $137,000 in 35 days, because he doesn't like DMs, right? Of course, we still did those shifts, but ultimately he's never going to be someone who loves DMs, but he is someone who's very magnetic with his content. So what we do is he's now running lots of small live events, right? So um, in the content piece, um, obviously, we want to have some sort of, we have what we call the, the four Ps. You can do this on Instagram or on Facebook. But um, we want to have personal content, which is like me, my beliefs, my values, stuff that shows you who I am as a man or as a woman. Um, we want to have uh, a pain-based content, stuff or that non-binary. is actually driving, or non-binary, um, or non-binary yep. Um, that is stuff that is driving home the pain, not to hurt anyone, but to bring out emotion to create action. So pain-based content might be like, you know, the five uh, reasons why you haven't um, hit your business targets um, yet. You know, that would be a silly one, right? Or um, like five biggest mistakes that you're making as a coach online on Instagram right now or something like that, right? So it's like pain-based. The other one's pleasure-based. So, all right, three three tips to get you to 10K per month or uh, some, this is my client, uh, had this amazing result, and this is how we did it. It's pleasure-based stuff. And the last one is pitching. So one pitch a week, which could be a lead magnet, could be a live training, could be a live something that is going to get people in that we can make it easier for conversation. So that's what we do with Josh. Instead of him mm. going outwards, so outward external energy, going out and finding people uh, and, and, and going to them, when you start to create really high-quality content, especially something like high value, so he's a, he's a mindset coach, not a business coach, yep. which is pretty crazy to 137K as a mindset coach. Um, mm. And it's you know, 18 months into his career. Um, but, yeah, essentially, like, it's live trainings. It's He doesn't really do lead magnets as much. So, for instance, like he, other clients might make, um, like, giveaways, like a Loom video with a document, you got to go with what you're better at doing and the type of business you're operating. So he runs almost every week or every month he does um, like, you know, lives in his group and um, like trainings and invites people. And from that, then you can start really easy and effortless, authentic conversation. People say, hey, and I have some scripts that I gave him that you can do before and after the event. So if we zoom back out, it's community for number one. Got to get enough people into your community, wherever that community is, email, Facebook, Instagram. 
Step step number two, you've got to have some content. And that content needs to have, in my opinion, be hitting some pleasure points, some pain points, some personal points, and some pitching. Um, so that so that's the four P's of content. Yeah, uh, I've got a question should be- about the yep, um, conversation. So you kind of said, hey, if you're a new coach um, and you're not, you haven't yet mastered copying, being on video, creating awesome content, then you've got to focus on yep. your conversations. Yes. But if you jump in the conversations with someone, and you have yep. a conversation, they're going to go to their profile and check this dude out and go, who the fuck's this dude? And, or who, yes. or gal, or person. 100%. Yes, and yes, yes. you're going to look at your page and you're going to have content yes. that sucks. So what yes. do you do? Yeah. So, so, this is, so this is a great, uh, great question, by the way. I love this question. So naturally, if you're new, it's always going to be harder. Like that's just a fact. Like I'm doing very well now, but as I mentioned to you before, for the first three years, like I was the guy not showing up in the programs because I was so embarrassed because I'd done absolutely nothing between last week's call and this week's call because I was stuck in anxiety having a panic attack every hour of the day, right? Mm. I would hop on lives and I would cancel them halfway through because I ran out of things to say. Like, <laughs> I get it. It's going to suck, right? Yeah. So yeah, is yeah. it going to be easier? No, right? You've got to practice those things. But what you can bring, every single person who I would say is a coach is someone who cares. If you're a coach and nine times out of 10, you're someone who genuinely cares about what you're doing. If you're a health coach, you care about people's health, right? If you're a mindset coach, you care about people's mindset. If you're, if you're a business coach. So the, the, what I love about conversations and having conversations, okay, is that if you let go of trying to make a sale and pitch someone in there and you're just genuinely trying to have a conversation, I can, I've got screenshots of sales that I've made that I share with my clients from when I first started when I didn't have like a script and the conversations were all over the shop. And But if I'm just genuinely, authentically trying to connect and serve them, not trying to sell myself, it doesn't feel icky. It doesn't feel weird. And I would have conversations with people over multiple days not thinking, oh, I've got to get through this one so I can get to the next one. If you show up with an energy that is of service, not of selling, which is me taking, instead I'm giving, I'm giving my energy, I'm giving my time, I'm giving my authentic presence in that inbox, people can feel that energy. Even just me talking about it now, I feel an energy shift. I can actually feel, you can feel when someone's trying to lead you down a certain alleyway to get you into a point where they can pitch you versus genuinely asking questions to get to know you and to give you the time. And so I would say, yes, some coaches will say, if you're in a health space, you go and listen to Tanner Chittister or something, do a hundred DMs a day. And like, if you want to, if you want your spirit to be broken, like go and do that. If you, like I found when I, my, when I launched my, the, evol- the first evolution of like my current program now, it was called the confident leader. That was after working with you. And I did um, 40 K in, uh, in four weeks, I had a 5K offer. And it was, by the way, this was 12 months. I was offering a 5K offer. We, ours is now uh, 50K for 12 months or, or 25K. So it's, back then it was 5K for the entire year. 5K for year. 12 months. Yeah, right. 5K for 12 months, right? But that's where my nervous system was at. It was like three mm. months of like transformation and then nine months of like accountability. Um, mm. Long story short, did eight sales in four weeks. Um, and that was simply from doing what I just shared then. I didn't have any great content. Uh, all I did was put up a couple of posts in a couple of groups and people who liked and commented on it. I just generally reached out to them. A bunch of people ghosted me, but I had some genuine conversations with a couple of people and I took my time 
One of them is one of my best testimonials, Keith. He was coming out of a a divorce, losing 30K a month, drinking himself stupid every single night, and he did $250,000 in sales in eight weeks. In in the first eight weeks, not just any eight weeks, in the first eight weeks off the back end of losing 30K a month, right? And so, but it wasn't that, like, that's cool, but literally Mm. said, like, I was going to drive up the back of a truck when Scott was, came out of nowhere and damned me. So I truly believe that the work that I do saves people's lives. And I, mm. I hold what I do with that level of in, like with that level of value that I'm going to really not try to speak to a thousand people. Like some people say, like I just couldn't do that. It's not, it's not who I am as a person. And so whilst that can work for some people, for me, it's not who I am. So I have to be honest about that. What I am is I'm very deep and I care more than, I, I don't know how I can't compare what other people do, but I know that I care so deeply that that is my biggest strength. And when people feel that, it's undeniable that I'm going to help them and that they're yeah. going to get results. And most people, when they when I hop on a call with them, and if I ask them every time, like, what was it about me? They say, I could just tell that you cared. And that for someone who's struggling is better than a program. All of the all of the fancy bells and whistles. At the end of the day, if you're scared and you're uncertain, if somebody believes in you and somebody feels like you're going to fight for them, that is more powerful than any irresistible offer because that's something yep. that they can feel. And and so that's what I'm saying when it comes to conversations. Don't overwhelm yourself with doing thousands of messages to to hit the numbers. I would say start small and just try to have genuine conversations and ask people like, hey, like what's going on? And not try to be getting them somewhere because then you'll feel icky potentially. Or you'll also start to judge yourself. Am I doing a good job? You can't do a bad job of caring about somebody. So it's it's no way to fail. You can't fail at that. So that's the way that I kind of tricked myself because I had a lot of doubt, a lot of insecurity, and I had learned from some people, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And I ended up just giving it all up and just surrendering it all and just going, let me just feel what I can do. This is just where I'm at right now. This is the best that I can do. I'm just going to have a conversation with Keith right now. And this guy's just told me he's had a divorce. I'm just going to honor that. I'm not going to try to pitch his pants off. Um, but of course, that conversation eventuated into... I ended up having two 90-minute sales calls with him uh, and then him signing up. He couldn't even afford to do the program. I skipped the deposit and just got him on to like 97 bucks a week or something like that, paying it off. Like, you know, um, so, yeah, I think bring the authenticity, bring the care and the love. That is something that if you're comparing yourself, they have a conversation with, with somebody's VA or somebody's setter versus having a conversation with you. You can go to their page and see all the bells and whistles. And if that's what they care about and that's where they're at, that's fine. But there'll be one, two, or three people out of those people that they'll feel your presence and that will mean more to them than anyone else. And so they won't care about that. Mm, You made Um, two good points there. It's like first point was people expecting it to be easy. So I mentioned about, oh, well, you know, you're talking about you got to have conversations with people and you know, if your content sucks, yeah, if you're going to have a conversation with someone in the DMs, they're going to go check out your page and your content suss you out. And if your content sucks, then it's going to make it harder for you. Well, yes. you know, you've got, to, you've got to put the work in the time to become great at copywriting, getting on video, really speaking your truth, you know, becoming an expert at your craft. And the next thing you said is about when you were initially, when you first was launching The Confident Leader yeah. and you were reaching out to people and having <coughs> conversations with people is that you mm. took it slow and that's so so yes. important because everyone's just like oh I, I i sent a dm 
and nothing happened. Or they're just going in for the kill instantly. So being able to have patience with this thing and take it slow, Everything. the results will come. But that's what it is. It's yeah. having that patience. It's massive. Huge. I think the patience and the other thing is trust. Like for me, I am someone who is spiritual. So I, the something that I would tell myself is that I trust that I, I even ask. I say God or universe or whatever, like, you know, please today send me the people that I'm meant to serve. Like today I'm in service. Um, it's not about me. Please, if there's someone out there that needs my help, like bring them to me. And so I'm, I'm going out. I'm, the energy that I'm going and I'm intentionally starting my DMs from, and again, I got to this place from lots of suffering and lots of anxiety. And so the, the underlying pin of this is that like you have to be absolutely committed. So I went through a lot of struggle and a lot of like pain, a lot of things to get me to the place where I surrendered. And then it just, okay, instead of my ego going, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. Yes, I, I learned to do it slowly. I learned to just go, this is all I can do today. If I can just do five messages, and even though my coach wants me to do 50, if I can just do yeah. five, like that's good enough for me. So F mm-hmm. that person right now. And I had to get to that place where F the coach, F the, this is the best that I can do. And man, it was slow and it was small, but I mm-hmm. knew in my heart, this is all I can do. And it's better than doing nothing. And I know, same as what you said, patience, if I can do five today and I get one positive response, great. It's more like I got yesterday. And if I can get a, two positive responses tomorrow and then maybe, maybe, and slowly, 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 but it was doing it slowly. As soon as I did things fast, my nervous system would just start to just like go mental and I would just yep. have too much anxiety. So it was very, 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 very slow. But then what happened was is I got a few bites i got one i got another one i was i remember running out of my office here and going darling like we we did it, did it. Got, yeah i was like yeah it was like wake <laughs> out the red pan it was like it was yeah. it was like like you know it was it happened that's the thing about going slow and honoring where you're at and and being committed is that Instead of rushing because I'd feel like I didn't have time, when I actually slowed down, what happened was it was like that, you know, that slope where it's not linear. It was like slugging it out slowly, slowly, slowly. And then, but then it just Mm -hmm. took off. And when I say it took off, I have never had to worry about getting clients really since that moment. Mm. And Mm -hmm. to the point where within, I got so good at it, this way that I'm doing it, um, that a lot of, coaches um started to notice the the, the, the just that thing because i wasn't targeting them and they just started right. wanting to have calls with me and asking me can i help them do the same and and i saw what you did or people that i'd been in other courses with saw me kind of blow up mm. and um and then so i basically took i basically reviewed what i had done and, and made these frameworks out of it um and these kind of little ways that i've learned to operate um, to navigate those blocks and those things. So um, community content conversations was, is serving, not selling, going slow. And yeah, like you said, of course, in the meantime, you should be, you know, working on the content stuff. And that's, that just, again, that just takes time. Sometimes like if we try to get so good at it, so it's like the energy underneath that is so needy that we feel mm. like we're not enough. Whereas I go, you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to try to get good at it. I'm just going to show up every day and I'm just naturally going to get good at it. So that for me, because I was such a high achiever and I put so much pressure and pressure on myself to be amazing, even just the thought of trying to be good at something, 
would sabotage me becoming good because I wouldn't show up. <laughs> that's a, like that's how sense that's how um, crazy my mind was at the time. So I'd just be like, I'm not even going to try to get good at it. I'm simply just going to commit to doing it for what for 30 days, and whether yeah. it's good or whether it's shit. I don't care. I'm just going to do it purely to break the pattern of not doing it, of not showing up. And so doing that and taking all the pressure off is what shifted things for me. It's probably different for everyone, but I would say that for me, I I would say that I was well below average in the way that I uh, was able to show up inside programs and the way that I was able to to learn and grow. I had ADD, dyslexia, um, (laughs) neurodivergence, like... um, (laughs) Not excuses. These are just like um, beautiful. This is what makes me amazing at certain things, but it also can make it challenging with certain things. And I just found my own way to to move around it. So, yeah. Cool, man. What's the um, first thing? So, obviously, if you've got community, you've got people, you're showing them your content. Ideally, that's warming them up. If it's not, you're still having conversations anyway. Now, from those conversations, the goal is to book calls. Okay, ultimately, you're going to build enough, you're going to find some sort of a problem in that conversation, and you're going to say, and I have a pitch that I did get from Tanner Chittister. It's very, very simple. I can share it with you right now. And I've used this pitch for every single booked call I've ever done in my entire life, and I've every single call that I've got my clients to book, it's the same thing. And so simply, you're finding a problem. That might take 10 messages. It might take two. It might take 50. I don't know. But at some point, someone says, I've got this problem. And uh, geez, I haven't even had to do this for a while. And I, I usually say something along the lines of... Um, um, Is this on the call or in the conversations? Just, just in the DMs. Jeez, yeah. I haven't done it for so long, I've actually forgotten it. Um, it is, you know what it is? It's, uh, it's basically just asking, um, you know, I've got, a, I've got a... Basically, I usually say like, hey, I've got a, I've got a dash off right now. But um, so I'm kind of... Pull, pull, pulling away energy. Um, but if you like, I, I can give you a couple of suggestions um, around this thing. Really non-committal. Yeah. Then they'll say, they'll do a micro-commitment. So I'm not asking for a call. Micro-commitment, anyone's going to take a couple of suggestions. It's not a big commitment, right? Sounds good. Sure, they'll normally say. And then you say, next little micro-commitment. Cool. About to take off right now. Got a meeting. Got to pick my daughter up. Got to go take a shower. Got to do a toilet. Whatever it is the reason that I can't talk right now. Um, but got to get on the ayahuasca. Got to get on the ayahuasca. But um, <laughs> but um, why don't we find uh, you know a couple minutes um, when we've both got some spare time? So now that I'm still not calling it a call, I'm just saying let's find some time when we've both got when we, when it's. How does that sound? Cool. Another small commitment. So just walking them closer, and then to say, oh hey, actually, um, you know, probably. Um, probably a bit too hard to, to speak via DM. And I, and I usually say, and it's, you know, bit of, I don't like doing DMs or whatever it might be, cool to just jump on a quick call and I can walk you through it. It'll be a bit easier. So now I'm kind of warming them up. Then they'll usually say yes or they'll ghost. Like that's just a certain number of people are just going to get spooked. That's fine. But usually it has a very high percentage of people say, sure, what's the hurt? And I just say, cool, like what time zone you in? Not a problem, and I book a call. And so I'm booking the call in to give them suggestions around the problem, and that's mm-hmm. how I book calls. And so then that would that could be a discovery call, or it could be uh, depending on if you do a one call or two call close. But normally I would just hop on that call, and I'm not running some sort of – I have a structure in my mind of what I'm going to do on the sales call. But typically I'm just there to serve again, 
And on that call, if it is a disco, my only job is to go a little bit deeper into the pain and to the pleasure and pitch another call. Um, it's not to sell my program. Or if it is a sales call, of course, um, then I'm going to just find out all of the problems that are going on. And you know, we won't go into a whole sales strategy thing here, but essentially that's how I book calls. So community, content, conversations, calls. And the last one is just because you've got someone on a call doesn't mean you can close them, right? So there's a whole other skill in closing and I call it love and leadership. So the, the last C is closing. So if you can imagine that a certain, let's say you have 100 people come into your audience, that's your community. A, third, a percentage of those you're gonna, are going to watch your content. A percentage of those are going to turn into conversations. A percentage of those are going to book calls and a percentage of those are going to close. And so the purpose of having this, it might seem very simple, high level, but what it does is it simplifies if you're ever not booking calls, all we have to do is start from the end in mind. So have you got any calls this week? I would ask a client. No. Great. Did you have any conversations? Sorry, did you close any calls? No. Okay. Did you have any calls? Yes. Okay, great. So we know that the issue is on is, is in closing. Let's say mm. you don't have any calls. Great. We know that the issue is in conversations or it could be in content so we can review that thing. If we go back another step, okay, great. Maybe the audience, we can review your audience and see, are you getting the right people in? Or are you getting, like, if you coach men, like, is there women that are coming in? If you coach coaches, are there, like, tradies coming in? Like, what, what's going on with this, with this audience? Or maybe you're just not getting enough people. So if yeah. we use the conversions, you can go, okay, great. If I know you need to be converting at 30% in order to get X amount of calls, so we can start to look at the data and go, great. If I want to book... If I want to hit, let's say, um, I want to hit 20K, right? Well, how many, what's my program worth? It's worth 2K. Well, I need to make, uh, you know, 10 sales this month. Great. 10 sales is, you know, 2.5 sales per week. Let's just call it two for simple sake. Great. What's my close rate? Typical close rate's what, 30%? Okay. So, um, and it's being, as a coach, I reckon it should be higher. But, um, but, but a nice, easy number, conservative number is 30%. Or even say 25, it's great. So I need to, if I want to make one sale this week or two sales this week, I need to hop on eight calls to hit that at that close rate. Great. How many conversations do I need to have eight calls? And so we can just, the beauty of having this 5C funnel is we can reverse engineer the data and it gets, it just becomes a numbers game a little bit. So, but again, we can't stay in the numbers. So it's, that's why I like to kind of, we, we have, we use a KPI tracker. Um, we also use an audience conversion tracker that we've built, and then we just follow the 5C funnel. Um, and then it becomes very easy to see where the real problem is. And once you get that clarity, I know exactly where I need to work on with that client. Because sometimes it might be that the contents, you might think, oh, then my content's not good. My con-, but you might only be getting 50 people in your audience. That's just not enough people to book that many calls based off the industry, industry standard conversions. Mm, yeah, it's really good. I mean, if you can have clarity on, okay, where in the hose, where's the kink? Um, it's mm. going to make life a lot easier when you go, okay, I'm struggling to make sales, but I've got no idea where I'm going wrong. That's <laughs> when it becomes fucking confusing and overwhelming. You're like, what the hell do I do? And you're jumping from, oh, do I work on my content? Do I do DMs? Do I have to do this? I've got to do another program here. I've got to do another program about that. Is it myself? Hey, I hope you're enjoying today's episode so far. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date because we release a new podcast every single week. And if you're getting value out of this, then share it. Share it with the world. Share it with someone that you know that would also benefit from it. And hey, tag us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page and we'll give you a shout out for the support. Thank you so much. Let's get back into this. And so you can imagine as a, as a client, as a client um, if 
you're scared and you're overwhelmed and someone says, okay, I can help you. Let's quickly use this 5C funnel and let's see where the bottleneck is. Okay, cool, great, the bottleneck's here. Now let's review that bottleneck and let's see what's going on. And within 10 minutes, you know exactly what the problem is. You can say, okay, okay, Luke or Sally, okay, Sally, <laughs> um, you know, this is exactly the reason why that creates that certainty in them where they're not thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me. I'm not good enough. And because we're in those low shame and guilt, um, uh, you know, you've probably, everyone's probably seen that emotional frequency chart. When you're in that low vibration of shame and guilt, we're in a contracted state. Now, if you're in a contracted state, are you really going to attract anything into your life? No, you're in a survival state. And the survival mind, it doesn't want anything new. It wants everything to be comfortable. And so better the devil you know than the devil you don't. So even if your life sucks, even if your sales suck, even if you feel like everything sucks, you will not be in the right. Um, so this is we were talking about Joe Dispenza. He talks about survival mm-hmm. state. There's only two biological modes of humans: survival and thrival. Thrival is our evolutionary state or our you know our, our, our you know, progress state. And if we're in a state of survival, which is triggered by either our internal thoughts or external environment, when we become contracted, when we become contracted, our body doesn't care about success, doesn't care about happiness. All it cares about is survival. So it shuts down fifty percent of the brain where you can no longer do critical thinking, shuts down 50% of the gut where serotonin and dopamine are made, which means they're happiness and motivation chemicals. So if as a coach, you can allow and you can pinpoint someone, they don't go into that pattern of, oh, there's so many overwhelming things. I'm in a low vibration. And then as a coach, it's very hard to coach someone who's in that state. And that's how I lived for the first three years when I was doing coaching in that survival state all the time. Um, So, you know, it's, it's, there's so much nuance to how powerful it is besides just, oh, yeah, well, it's just another 5C funnel and everyone's got their 3Cs and 4Ds and, you know, but it's being able to pinpoint it and then make a client feel very safe and because safety means you're in a thrival state and when you're in a thrival state, you're in more in expansive uh, emotional frequency, which means you, you can actually attract I had a client, Keith, I'll just share this really quickly, and we, on the Monday calls, we, 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 we create a battle plan for the week. One of the things I do is I get people to close their eyes instead of thinking from their mind, which is logical, which is based off your past and what you believe to be true. You can close your eyes, connect into your heart and into your intuition. And from that place, we can ask, and this is my belief, you can believe it or not believe it, but it works for me, works for my clients, but we will ask your intuition, intuition, like what's the answer to this question? Or uh, I think there's that mind magnetic guy, super conscious or whatever you want to call. And we'll just literally have conversations with this place, right? Get guys who are, who are, have never done meditation before and are not spiritual. I get them doing this shit. <laughs> and we'll see it. It's hilarious. Um, yeah. But I asked my client, he's like, oh, I don't know what I want to do this week with my goals. And I'm like, well, wh- what, what do you need right now? I need, I need to get clients. Well, do you need clients or do you need cash? I need cash. I just feel like I need to get clients to get the cash. Um, okay, cool. Let's focus on the cash, right? How much cash do you want to make this week? Well, I don't know. Well, okay. Well, let's ask our gut. Gut intuition. How much do I, how much money do I want to make this week, right? And he comes out with this number, $13,322, right? And everyone laughs, laughs right? Because it's like it's a fair decent amount of money just make up out of the blue in, in, in a single week. <laughs> so anyways, anyways, I've got the text message. I will show you this text message from him two days later. I'm sitting in Cook Eye in the middle of the day. My wife's buying a dress or something, right? She's in the change rooms, and I get this message from him, and he says, <laughs> two, just two days later, he goes, you'll never effing guess what happened. And I'm like, what? 
He goes, he sends me a screenshot of an invoice for thirteen thousand three hundred and twenty-one dollars. It was one freaking dollar off. I, and I, I messaged him. I audio messaged him on Vox and said, "What the hell? Like that's that's nuts." Two days yeah. later, and and long story short, he said, "I was literally." I was literally just working away and a lady called me out of the blue. And she said to me, hey, Keith, I'd like to move forwards um, with the solar. He was in solar and electrical, this guy. I'd like to move forwards with the quote. And he's like, what? Sorry, who are you? She said, six months ago, you quoted me. I live at this address and I'm I'm ready to move forwards. So there's a big part of like um, this whole process as well is like if we're trying to move forwards from our head versus our heart and we're trying to move forwards what is logical, then we rob ourselves of miracles as well. Um, and I can't remember why we started speaking about this, but it's a good story. Knows, anyway. mate? It's but a good the story. I like here it. Is, is, it's a great story. And, it's a great and, story. You know, it's important to to go from not just your your head around like hey all of these numbers it's tricky to go from the you know one minute reverse engineering the data about conversions to the next minute going okay let me just drop in and let me just see like okay this is what i logistically i need to get done but let me just and sometimes my heart will say hey scott F the numbers this week, brother. Go and go and go to the movies. Like, have a massage. Like, you need to rest, man. Like, you. Mm. That's why we got there because of contracted state. So, at the end of the day, it's not just the learning and the skills thing. It's a massive amount of like, what state are you in? If you're in that low vibrational state, like you and I were talking off the call um, or on the call, but just before this one, whatever. Um, like, that's the, I believe personally that that's also the reason why. Um, you said, how do your clients achieve these results? We've done full circles, a symphony. <laughs> it's a Kanye West symphony. <laughs> um, ADD, it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's a Kanye West symphony. So, yeah, it's, that's, that's another reason why I would say, you know, certainty, yep. right plan, right mindset, and ultimately the right, the right support so that they can feel safe and be in a expansive or thrival state rather than a mm. contracted and, and, um, and low vibrational state. Awesome, man. Perfect way to finish this thing. If we don't stop, Scotty, we're probably going to be here for another week. We're going to be here all day. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, anyone listen to this that's loving it, um, where can they check you out? Um, Scott James Andrews on Instagram. Pretty simply spelt, just the way you would normally spell it. Uh, Facebook, uh, Scott James Andrews. Um, We've got a Facebook group called Scaling for Freedom. Uh, Tons and tons of value trainings, lives, tools, tips and stuff in there. So definitely check that out. Uh, Those would be the, the, the three main places. Awesome, Scotty. Thanks for coming on. Congrats on uh, making it on for the second time as well. Thank you. You'll feel very special. Hey there, I hope you loved today's episode. If you did, I would really appreciate if you could leave us a review on the platform that you're listening to this on right now. You see, your help and support allows us to spread this podcast across the world and we can't do it without you. Apart from that, make sure you're following us over on Instagram at Luke underscore page.